Hi, and welcome to Under the Rim, our weekly basketball podcast for listeners from all sides of the court, both casual and hardcore. I'm your host, Kyle Ranran, and you can join me weekly every Sunday covering basketball news, different topics, having player spotlights, giving my infamous hot takes, or interviewing different guests. You can find Under the Rim on most platforms out there, such as Spotify, Apple Music, Podbean, and YouTube. Hopefully you tune in soon and keep on dribbling. Hey, what is going on, y'all? Welcome back to the Under the Rim podcast. We got a few things to talk about today. Sorry I took a little break in there. I've just been working hard with my new program. I'm getting interviews secured for the podcast, like I said in my last episode. It's just been a whirlwind of things, but like NBA news. NBA news, what's been happening NBA has been wilding, okay? Everybody's been wilding. I'm sort of pissed off at the Celtics right now because they cost me about $90, $95. I had a free $50 bet. Uh, I forget which app I was using. I had a free $50 bet, and I looked on it. Was, this was yesterday, so this was, what, March 6th? And I, I looked on the website, and it was like Celtics and Cavs, and the Celtics were the underdogs with a plus 190 favorite. And I was like, what the hell? That doesn't make any sense. Um, this was before I knew Tatum was injured. Okay, just keep that in mind. And I was I was looking at this, the players on the score app, and it was like Donovan Mitchell is a game time decision. So I'm like, okay, you know what? They still have Jalen Brown. Like the Celtics are still a deep team. You know they can, they should be able to pull out this dub. And I'm looking at it, and it's like, okay, it's a back to back. Celtics just blew two leads. You know, it's not looking too good, but I, tr- I, I'm even though I hate the Celtics, I'm trusting them to get me this money. So I bet 50, this is a free $50, this is not 50 I took out because I'm not crazy, um, 50 to get 95, okay? I'm watching the game. They have a nice lead, okay? Grant Williams is hitting buckets. Jalen Brown is going crazy. I'm like, all right, they're controlling the game. Donovan Mitchell is doing his thing, but it's like they're trading buckets, you know, until we hit the fourth. And then the Celtics proceed to blow the lead. And I was like, what are you guys doing, bro? This is why I don't watch this damn team. But so Grant Williams goes to the line, okay? And it's literally 0.8 seconds left in the game. All he has to do is hit one free throw, and these guys win the game. Tell me tell me why. Tell me why. He he, he talks trash to, to Sabata, all right, to Donovan Mitchell. And he's like, I'm going to make both. Bro is having his Kobe moment right now. He misses both of the free throws. They go to overtime and they lose. I'm telling you, I've never been more frustrated than when I last placed a bet. And I think I had like, it was like $75, right? It's free $75 bet. And this was with FanDuel. Okay. And this is when it's like a refer a friend thing. You refer a friend, you get $75. I referred a friend. She got her $75. I got mine. But it's credits, right? So you got to you gotta make a bet to turn into actual money. So I'm like, I need something that's so, so surefire. It won't, it won't miss. Like, you know, it won't miss. And I'm like, okay, best center in the NBA, Joel Embiid, eight rebounds. I think he can get eight rebounds. Bro gets five. And there goes my $75 or potential $75. I don't know. I'm telling you when I bet on something, like when I can call it, but if I bet on it, it's a whole nother story. Like, side note, my friends were asking about the the fight this past weekend with John Jones, you know, and I said they're like, "What do you think?" And I'm like, "Okay, my gut is telling me John like Jones wins by submission, you know." And tell me, I don't know why Jones wasn't the betting favorite going into these fights, but I said Jones wins by submission. And then the Tommy Fury Jake Paul fight, I said 
Uh, Fury wins by split decision. I'm not calling myself a guru, but if I were to bet on these fights, Jake Paul was winning and John Jones was getting knocked out. So I didn't bet on these fights. Anyways, anyways, a lot of things happening in the NBA this pa- these past few weeks. A lot of crazy things for me to cover, talk about, give my thoughts on. But first, I want to talk about today when I saw what was going on with J.J. Redick and Kendrick Perkins on first take, okay? So Kendrick Perkins, if y'all don't know yet, has been spewing this narrative that, well, implying basically that the NBA voters for MVP, whoever does the voting, um, this group of people, they are mainly white and they favor white players. There's like a goalpost shift, you know, when it comes to black players versus white players, how the last three like white MVPs haven't been top 10 scoring, whatever, you know? And then, so he's trying to push this narrative, which is really weird, you know? And he, he brought up like Jokic stat padding, how Russ didn't get the same flack or how Russ got the flack, but Jokic is not getting any flack, things like that. And, you know, I can kind of see it, but I don't really see Jokic stat padding considering it. It was either yesterday or to, yesterday night or the day before he was on the verge of a triple double. I think he was one assist off or one rebound off. He could have easily stab at it and got that triple double, but clearly he doesn't care. Um, and Kendrick kept telling, or Perkins kept telling JJ Reddick, "You don't know what's in his head. You don't know what's in. You don't know what's what what Jokic is thinking. You know, like you can't you can't speak for him." But then it's like, why is why is Perkins trying to speak for Jokic? You don't know what's in his head either. We can't just assume the worst out of him. You know, when he's never given us a reason to. But then JJ Reddick completely blasted this dude i'm telling you guys go go watch the segment and come back to this but he it was one of my favorite first take segments okay because it shows us that the new the new like i don't want to say new media because i kind of hate that term but the like with jj reddick coming up and these players being not using more of an eye test but they know the game more you know they're not just spewing garbage like skip bayless or something they're not just saying nonsensical takes they have fact behind what they're saying and that's why i liked guys like um like i love jj reddick i love max kellerman you know because they're they use they use statistics they use and i'm i'm an eye test guy but i'm also a stats guy as well you know and they prove it so kendrick Perkins made the statement that the last three mvps that haven't been top 10 in scoring um were white and then JJ Redick immediately comes back with, it's interesting that your cutoff point for that was, I think he said 1990, because the three years before that, when Magic won it, he was only top 10 in scoring once, and he was 10th in one of those years. The other years, he was like 15 and 18th in scoring. And you got Kendrick Perkins just sitting there like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's, he's creating a narrative that could be very harmful. Trust me. Trust me, okay? If there was a hint of racism, we'd see it. I'd call it out. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure many people would call it out. But I don't think it's it's not more so to do with racism, it's more so to do with the criteria always shifting, okay? There you don't no one really knows what the criteria is, you know, cuz some years I think it's more what I was telling my friends today. I think it's more storylines than criteria. You know, I think it's more who has the best narrative going into the season. Like, for example, Westbrook, when Kevin Durant left. You know, Westbrook did amazing things. Amazing things. You know, average triple-double. six. I think he was six seed that year. Kevin Durant left. All these things, you know. So all these things played into, played into that factor. You know, when Rose won his MVP. Um, youngest MVP to ever do it. You know, so I think Storylines has a lot to do with it. Maybe 
maybe I won't I don't want to say more than 50% but it it does go into the voters minds when they're thinking like what would create the best storyline you know what creates this like 73 and 9 warriors like ended off with an MVP and a ring you know type of stuff like that and there's also voter fatigue I think um Perkins forgets about that I thought voter fatigue was going to hit with Jokic this year I thought he he wins two back-to-back um correct me if I'm wrong I'm pretty sure he won two back-to-back and then this year they were going to be like no no more and they're going to give it to either Luca or maybe Giannis because Giannis only has Giannis have one or two because I was thinking they, they got tired with Giannis too so they got so I thought they're gonna give it to Luca or Tatum or even Embiid you know but it looks like Jokic is the running favorite right now and I won't be mad personally my MVP is Giannis but I'm I'll understand it I'll understand it if Jokic gets it bro's averaging a triple double I think they might have the best record let me check this they might have the best record and I don't want to just say it because I could just be talking. I don't want to just be spewing. Um, let me check here. Skip this. Uh, league standings. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, they have the best record in the West right now. So, makes sense. He's pretty much averaging triple double, best record. I don't know. I honestly think if he wins MVP this year and they get booted out the playoffs again, I don't know if he wins it again. I don't think they'll give it to him at this point. They'll definitely have voter fatigue. I think they're going to be like, you, okay, you're playing nice, but it's like... And as much as people want to say this is a regular season award, like, you got to remember, like, too, if people don't see you producing or winning rings, like, how many MVPs are you really going to win, you know? And I do feel like if Luka had a higher um, higher seed, if the team was higher, he'd be winning MVP at this point. He'd probably be a favorite for MVP. I, he was my early favorite in the season, too. I had him winning that, but because he was doing literally generational things anyways um i just love to see jj reddick blasting this dude bro like yo i don't know i don't know and it's so funny too because right now i am in my final year of let's say journalism school i'm in a graduate program called sports journalism okay and i did my last three years in regular journalism and now i'm doing sports journalism for just this year and I've learned so many things, okay? And there's so many yes and no's that you do, like, do and don'ts. And I'm telling you, when I've seen big-time, prime-time journalists breaking the don'ts, breaking the don'ts, you know? And Perkins never went to journalism school, okay? So he's just he's just going off the top. And there are a lot of things he's just saying. You don't just say things, you know? You don't just say things without... You can't confuse your opinion with fact, and that's what he's doing. And he's creating harmful narratives because a lot of people watch first take. A lot of people listen to these people. A lot of casuals watch this and take it as fact, you know, and they run with it. These shows, whether they want to admit it or not, first take creates narratives. First take helps create narratives. I'm not saying they're the number one leading factor of creating narratives, but they certainly help because a lot of people watch this. A lot of people watch them. A lot of people base their basketball knowledge off what people like Stephen A. Smith have to say of what Skip Bayless has to say, Shannon, these guys, they go off the top like this. Like, was it Nick Wright? People use Nick Wright, Colin Coward. <laughs> Coward, sorry. My apologies. Um, a lot of people watch these shows, and they, they base their opinions off that. So for him to come on and say, yeah, 80% of these voters are white, and implying that they're only voting for Jokic because he's white, and, you know, it's it's very very dangerous it creates a very very dangerous standard and i think esp needs to crack down on pregnancy for that for that garbage because that is just a hor- horrendous take can you imagine 
Can you imagine, right? Okay. Can you imagine if JJ Reddick came on first take and said some shit like that, but in reverse was saying how the NBA players, NBA favors black players and they're not looking at you, um, Luca anymore, you know, or just made up some narrative, some garbage narrative that doesn't make any sense, you know? He would be crucified. Crucified. And I'm not saying like, like a favorite favoritism happen doesn't happen okay when it comes to skin color it certainly does happen but i don't think it's happening here okay i don't think in this case they're just basing it off what what people are doing and Jokic is doing generational things yeah Embiid's going off yeah he dropped 40 points the other night but he also grabbed six rebounds Mm -hmm. he also got six rebounds and he has help from harden 15 and 20 from harden 14 and 20 i think does it make any he's doing anything less? I don't think it is, but honestly, the, the Sixers are, aren't selling me right now. Jokic is playing better than Embiid. Tatum is arguably playing better than Embiid. Luka is playing better than Embiid. Giannis is playing better than Embiid. So when you're arguing the best center, it's hands down Jokic right now. He is doing things we have never seen before. Never seen a center do before. We've had glimpses, flashes, yeah, but we've never seen this level of passing. I'm telling you, we've we've seen good passing from centers, but t- like this, to average triple double like this, no, 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 we haven't seen it. We have we have never seen it. The the scoring, and this leads me into my what I want to talk about next, okay? And with the guests coming on in how many episodes, these are things I'm going to ask about the scoring in the NBA, the All Star game, you know, things like this. And this leads me to what I was going to say is the level of scoring in the nba okay right now it is insane we've just seen i think it was either last week or the week before we just seen the how am i blanking lillard dropped 71 and i think it was donovan mitchell dropped 71 as well he dropped 70 he dropped he had a 70 point game two 70 point games first time ever in the nba we've seen more people than ever score 50 like it's 30 we've seen people score 60 the scoring and the talent are something we have are on generational levels that we've never seen in the NBA before. Never. Okay. It's never been this talented. Say what you want, but it has never been this talented before. There's never been this much parody in the NBA. Okay. There's not one surefire player. Like they had a Kobe, you know, they had a Kobe, LeBron, but now LeBron's slowing down, right? So who's the next face of the NBA? Is it Giannis? Is it Luca? Do they even want it to be Giannis and Luca? That's the thing though like it's there's so many different conversations that can go from here but i want to focus on the scoring right now and i saw this video the other day and the nba it was weird it was weird i can't remember the guy who published it i have it saved on my phone somewhere but he was talking about the nba did once get this high of scoring teams were averaging a lot of points per game you know so what they did was they introduced two more teams i believe it was two more teams and once they expanded the nba the scoring went back down so i do think an expansion's on the rise I do, I do think an expansion team is coming. A new, a new team is coming. Maybe Seattle, maybe Vancouver, maybe Las Vegas. Who knows? But this level of scoring, I don't know. Like, you guys can either, if you're watching on YouTube, answer or just tweet me at Ram Ryan Kyle on Twitter. Do you guys think it's coming from a lack of defense or is the level of talent in the NBA too high right now? And I think it could be both, generally. I think it could be both. Um... I think 
you have on one side you guys you got guys like Lillard, John Morant, um do I who like I don't want to throw Trey Young in the I guess Trey Young is nice, but he's not he's not there yet. He's not Steph Curry level there yet. Got Steph Curry shooting from 30. I'm gonna throw Trey Young in there, whatever. He's still he's still nice. Luca, uh Giannis, you know, these are players like you've never would have seen a Trey Young how many years ago, you know? It's like Steph Curry bred a new breed of player with the three ball, the handles and shooting from deep. You've never seen this level of shooting in the NBA before. The level of taking as many threes and making them. You know, I've seen JJ make the argument the other day that Larry Bird is not a top five shooter anymore. You know, and it makes sense. It makes sense because you guys got you guys you got guys like Steph, Ray Allen, Reggie Miller, Clay Thompson, Damian Lillard. He they're taking more threes than Larry Bird and making more, higher percentage. That makes them a better shooter. Say what you want about Larry Bird. He was amazing. He was cold. I'm not taking anything away from him. But right now, they've we've never seen things like this before. We've never seen shooting like this before. It, the talent-wise, it's off the charts in the NBA. There's so much parity right now. I want to give title predictions, but I generally don't know who would win. I think my matchup right now is the Bucks coming out the, the East and I want to say Phoenix, but something about me, it's like when I, a few podcasts back, if you guys go back, something about Brooklyn didn't sell me and something about Phoenix isn't selling me either. I generally feel like if you get Luka and Kyrie going, they could take down the Phoenix Suns in like six games. Okay. They could take down because Chris Paul could disappear. Chris Paul could easily disappear. Devin Booker could go cold, you know, and it's happened before. These Luka single-handedly took them down, right? You give him Kyrie, what happens next? Okay, so maybe I'm either saying the Nuggets or even I like I know I just shot them, but like maybe Phoenix. It depends. I got to see more from them. I think Kevin Durant's only played like one or two games so far, so maybe I'll change my tune. But Nuggets and Bucks probably, if you ask me. I got the Nuggets and Bucks making the finals, and then the Lakers don't even get me started about them. But right now, there's so much up in the air about the NBA. You know, there's so much parity, and I love it because. I, like as much a big as LeBron fan I am, I got tired of seeing Cavs and Warriors every single year. Love seeing LeBron in the finals, but I was tired of seeing the Warriors in the finals. Okay, and everyone was predicting it. Everyone was calling it, calling it predictable, predictable. So as soon as you got, as soon as you got the Raptors in 2019 versus Golden State, you could see the city come alive. You see Toronto came alive, and they won a chip, and it was. It's so good just to have different teams in the finals, honestly, instead of the same team every single year. But transition, transitioning from this, from the scoring and the parody in the NBA, I want to talk about Jaws' recent antics too. Um, I, I generally do not know what he is doing. I don't know if Ja belongs to a gang. I don't know if... What I've seen so far is Ja grew up in the suburbs. He grew up near a poor area, but he wasn't in the poor area. You know, like that's like me. Like I grew, I grew up in Toronto. I grew up in Scarborough, and I grew up in a poor area before I moved to the like the house you guys see I'm in now. But I grew up in a poor area. But then you, that's like me claiming or getting a huge job, making it big. And then claiming I'm from whoever, acting like acting like some someone I'm not, you know. 
and just just being a menace at the, at the time right now you know because you get an opportunity of a lifetime these are opportunities that people would kill for that people in these areas are working their ass off to get into to dream money that they can't even dream of that money that is so huge that they don't know this is like let me just rephrase okay let me put this out there money that people can't even fathom money that people think about but they will never know they can never touch it because it's such a faraway dream Ja has that right now he has that money and he has more money coming to him if he keeps this level of play up one of the biggest contracts ever probably the Grizzlies were gonna hold him down he just signed a Nike deal okay this is insane level of money and he's doing things that he's not he's not supposed to be doing you know maybe he maybe let's let's say he did used to be like that but you got out of there you want to support your family you want to continue to grow your family you want to support yourself you don't want to squander this opportunity you've been giving and it's like why i get the whole protecting their mom story at walmart you know or whatever wherever it was but are you really gonna pull up with nine guys just to deal with one like what were you, what were you gonna do what were you gonna do beat him up and then go to jail beat him up you got to think about you did you got to think about your own career here and what it means for your own family again if he if he assaulted like if someone assaulted my mom yeah i'm going to jail for that but the guy didn't lay your hands on him on her he was just probably like annoying her whatever come intimidate him do what you want but then again why are you flashing a gun on ig why are you doing this <laughs> like why you just i just read a report too saying how steven adams so the, i read the report steven adams talked to the whole group talked to the whole group and he said listen we gotta get straight get your off-court antics settled and the whole group knew who he was talking about you know it was it was directed at all of them but it was really directed at one person and right after that you got shot going to the club and literally flashing a gun that's the size of my thumb on like ig live or whatever nba suspends him for two days okay you are working so hard and why are you why are you acting like this bro why are you this is what i'm so confused about ja because why are you moving like this bro you have guys like derozan john wall uh damian lillard derrick rose some of these guys came out of Compton. Some of these guys came out of Chicago. Probably some of the worst areas to grow up in. But they did it. They forged the path for themselves and they made it. Do they throw up? Did John Wall throw up gang signs here and there? Yeah. But do you see him going back and trying to run licks on people? No. Because they made it out. They're not trying to go back. They're not trying to go back. They'll support their homies and whatever. But they're not trying to go back there. Not They're not trying to be the first ones to make it out of the NBA. Okay, so this is what kind of just pisses me off about this whole situation because he has generational wealth that a lot of people will probably never ever see in their lifetime, ever see in their lifetime. He's probably on his way to making close to half a mi half a billion dollars with these contracts, you know, if he hasn't already. Because I don't know if he what the next max contract he could sign upwards of two hundred to three hundred mil. I don't know yet. Okay, and with the Nike sponsorships and whatever. I think he's the power aid. He's the power aid, um, like like face now because they're relaunching. So he's swimming in money. So you don't need to be doing this. Just get your boys out the hood. Look after the ones that were there for you, and keep it moving. Keep it pushing. 
because it's it's just it's kind of cringe at the same time too it's kind of just like you grew up in the suburbs why are you moving like this you're not the are you trying to impress people because you're not impressing nobody everyone's just kind of clowning you and then he put it on social media that he was taking a break and leaving because of stress and he was getting help this that's so weird to me it's so weird to me that you have to say you're getting help for this like is it like like you couldn't control yourself from doing this and stress <laughs> my friend posted a picture of Ja holding the gun in our group chat and he's like smiling and he's like this doesn't look like a man who stressed you i don't know listen if he comes back and he changes his tune good on him good on him i am so i am so proud of him for for doing that you know so let's see Ja. i'm pretty sure Ja is the same age as me all right he is 20 i think he's 23 i'm 23 right i'm the same age as luca and stuff i think tatum's one year older so it's just kind of crazy to see how people my age are walking these different like strokes of life i should say walks of life you know and he has such an incredible opportunity and i don't know why he would why it's like he's trying to squander this i'm sure he's been been shit on enough okay so i'm not gonna go any more into this because he's gotten it from shannon Stephen a all these guys okay and i'm sure his own family has talked to him i don't know about his dad because his dad is moving kind of weird he needs to act like a parent and not his homie put your foot down and don't let your son squander this opportunity he's been given um this god-given gift he has you know because you don't want to be playing overseas because you made some some mistake that could be easily been prevented you know easily be prevented especially when everybody's telling you stop this focus on ball chill after the court relax whatever but don't be moving weird and like i just i just hope i just hope it, like it's it stops you know it just stops and i think it will i think this has been a real wake up this two-day suspension had to have been a wake-up call for him so we'll see we'll see what happens i'll come back on here again singing his praises if he does if not tough tough we'll see and probably the last thing i want to talk about today before the next episode or whatever is the all-star game i have never seen i have never seen um a this level of should i say disappointment from the all-star game or this many people shitting on the all-star game you know because it's i've seen people saying it's not worth to watch it the defense is lacking um, the players are literally just standing there. There's there's Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum one v oneing. There's like a picture of it. Jason Jason Brown and uh, Jason Brown, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are one v oneing on the court. Okay, and there's a picture of them dueling dueling right there, and everybody's just standing in the corner, just standing on the left wing, just chilling, hands to their side, whatever, and they're going back and forth. And this whole game, you know, I was watching this game, and with the format with the new format usually when you hit the fourth quarter that's when it gets really intense it gets really competitive these guys want to win it seemed like these guys do not care did not care and you can make the argument here that they don't want to like i hear people saying they don't want to get injured you don't want to get injured you don't want to risk it to like the all-star game isn't that like that meaningful who's trying to risk an injury so why is it that in the summer when these guys are at the la fitness or whatever playing pickup games against each other they're going hard like it's the game seven in the nba finals they're not worried about an injury then but all of a sudden when millions of people are watching then you're worried about an injury i don't know i don't know doesn't make it make sense to me 
I don't know what can be done to fix this. I've thought about it. I don't have any potential solutions for you guys. Maybe like like maybe just have Adam Silver watch it, and if he determines that they're they're not um <laughs> that they're not um playing hard enough, pay deduction something. I don't know something something that gets people to play again, or maybe just have a meeting with the players. What will it take for you guys to actually play? Should they just get rid of the All Star Game in general? Should they get rid of All Star Weekend? You know, I think they should get rid of the dunk contest. Honestly, it doesn't sound like a popular opinion. This might be a hot take. But we I think we've reached a plateau of what dunks can be done. And until we get people jumping from the three-point line, I think we've reached our maximum potential of what has been seen and what can be seen. Or just leave this for the... put the Here's what you do. You, you can move the dunk contest to halftime because no one cared about the performance at um all-star weekend we can move the dunk contest you can move the three-point contest halftime whatever i don't know you rearrange this how you want get rid of the skills challenge okay get rid of the skills challenge you bring it a 1v1 tournament you do one for the bigs one for the guards okay figure it out how you want you could even combine both combine both see how you do because if we just got mb posting up trey young it's not fair okay but if you do guards uh forwards centers or just do some forwards on the guard side, some forwards on the center side, depending on the sizes. And just have them a 1v1 tournament. Have them have a 1v1 tournament. Or just have straight centers and then guards and forwards. It's up to it's up to them. But I think a 1v1 tournament will really bring the competitiveness out of these players. I think that's what they want to see. I think that's what the fans want to see. I want to see something like Kyrie and KD. I want to see something like Kyrie and Steph. I want to see... Steph versus or Giannis versus LeBron like something like that you know people want to see this and give them a good incentive give them a money a like bonus you win you get a million dollar bonus something like that something like that make it more entertaining because right now all-star weekend is dying it is dying and from the Twitter reception and from everything I don't like it's hard to say it's generally it's generally hard to say but yeah, um, I want to thank all you guys for watching. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, I want to thank you for listening. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, um, I will be back at you with an episode probably next week. Um, have a few interviews or guests coming on the podcast lined up. So I'll see what happens with that. I'll see who we can get on. But be on the lookout for that. And thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll see you guys on the next episode.